0: Lovely listeners, my name is Brenna, the host of Soul Things Podcast, and I am here with my good friend John C. And we are going to be talking about the struggle of finding rest in the Sabbath, and like taking time um, to to rest, to sleep amidst our twenties. So I'm really excited for this topic. Um, John C. is somebody that I've known from Moody uh, way back in the day. Uh, So, John C., why don't you introduce yourself, talk about where you live, what you're doing, what life stage you're in.
1: Hey, my name, once again, my name is John C. I've been friends with Brenna for about, goodness, five or six years now. long time. I live in the beautiful, beautiful uh, state of Oregon in the city of Portland. Uh, I know a lot of you guys may have heard crazy things about Portland, but God is doing pretty cool things here. It is a stunning city, and I serve as a pastor at Door of Hope. Um, I'm in charge of about 15 different community groups, and I get... The pleasure of just doing life on life with people.
0: Yeah, John C. is one of those people that I feel like he could talk to a rock. He could have a conversation and just have a relationship with anyone and anything. <laughs> um, so, yeah, John and I have talked a, a little bit about different topic ideas we were throwing around months ago when I had first mentioned and being on my podcast. And one of the things that's been top of my mind for this season of my life is rest. And I think mm. we've had some interesting conversations about this. So I'm so, so excited to dive in. Um, Because I know, especially the last two years, a lot of us are just, like, running low. We're low capacity. We're exhausted um, physically, mentally, emotionally. Just, you know, tricky past couple of years. But then also being in your 20s, I feel like you can have a lifestyle of go, go, go. You know, even if you're single, if you have a family, like, whatever stage you're in in your 20s, I just feel like there's always something you could be doing, Um, you're, like, continuing to develop and grow as a person, and you're just, like, Mm. in a constant state of, like, desiring to, like, do things. And I'm coming from a place of being a three where my to-do list and my tasks um, can closely be tied to my worth, which is a dangerous path to be treading on. So, like, this has definitely been... A challenging thing. I've been reading books about it, trying to listen to some sermons, really process through this mm-hmm. stuff. So, so excited to to pick your brain about this, John C. Um, how excited are you about this topic?
1: <laughs> I am extremely excited. It's been like a long time coming. Um, mm-hmm. I would definitely say that um, I'm an Enneagram six, so I live in a constant state of like the world's gonna fall apart, and I don't need to plan for it. So finding <laughs> rest is a challenge for sure
0: yeah yeah I think it's safe to say anyone listening to this no no one will say that rest comes easy to them right I think all of us are like no matter what our number is we all have our reasons for not wanting to rest but yeah so right off the bat I just want to talk about like why do you think rest is important like why can't we just go 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 all the time and keep being productive and doing things like why even have this conversation and why even put value to rest
1: yeah, that's a, just a great question. Um, in my past, like I, um, I was going to Moody and my senior year, I actually had this, this massive just kind of mental breakdown. I was like completely burned out, barely any sleep, uh, overworked. So it really taught me a lot that rest is not a choice. Like it, it's something that is mandatory to human existence, but I think that we excel in ignoring and so as much as taking a car into like the red you know like having the engine overheat will destroy the engine i think that uh rest is like having healthy rhythms is a good thing Mm -hmm. but we live in a society that almost shames it as as that being like lazy or something like that
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's a great point i think um there's like something in like innately in us that like desires rest as much as we mm. try to like suppress it. Um, like I know like I live in a big city too. So there's also that pressure to like, like for me, the big thing is FOMO. Like I have a fear of missing out. Yeah. And so not even just like with work or responsibilities, but like social things or like hanging out with friends. Like I just want to, to not miss out on anything. And I think it's been so interesting. Obviously the last couple of years with that being affected and changing in a lot of ways for a while, Um, and then sort of like, I feel like I tapped into this certain level of introvertedness, Mm. which I never really thought that I had, Um, because I'm, I mean, I think it's safe to say we're both pretty, have extroverted tendencies. (laughs) Uh, So I think it's interesting to like, yeah, feel like a desire to sort of be alone and find moments of rest, and like that, I feel like the older I'm getting, that that innate desire is like growing even stronger. And that's kind of one of the reasons it's been so top of mind, I feel like, for me. Um, And one of the ways that I've been thinking about this is, like, how Jesus emulated rest. Mm. So I would love to kind of get your thoughts of, like, you know, like, as a believer, like, getting into the word and understanding how Jesus lived his life and set an example. How did Jesus show us and model for us how to rest?
1: No, that's that's so good. Like... One of the first, my favorite uh, chapter in the Bible is like John seventeen, and it's the High Priestly Prayer, and it's this uh, moment where Christ pulls away to get rest and find time with the Father, and so, um, and even if like you're not you, uh, someone who's into faith, just the practices of uh, Jesus in the, he wasn't always with people. I think that when, when we're doing life together, it's like okay to be a good person you need to be constantly with people doing nice things you know spreading wisdom or gleaning wisdom but if you look at what jesus really did he was very purposeful in the time he spent with people but also very purposeful with the time he spent away Mm. and so he'd go away from the crowds and sometimes he would take the uh his his uh click right his boys his three his 12 but so there's like this beauty like when we look at like some best memories i have of my 20s turning 29 next month is just drawing away with a couple buddies and like Mm. just hanging out doing life together but there is this importance that i see from looking at jesus's life of getting time alone and being with your thoughts and like taking them uh for me uh to god but for others it could be just journaling and working through it and like yeah
0: yeah, I think that's a, a great point. I was like, because I've been going through the book of Mark with my church, and one of the points the pastor made this past Sunday was talking about um, how Jesus guarded that time. He was intentional mm. with guarding that time. And it's stemming from this desire to be with God. Like, he wanted to spend time and be with the Father and be alone and pray, or like you said, be with his thoughts. Yeah, And I think... For me, I was like, that's, like, that's what I want. Like, I want to guard that time and be super intentional about it because I think I used to think, like, I wouldn't prioritize it or I wouldn't think it's that important. Like, there's so much work that needs to be done. Like, productivity is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But then realizing, like, that element of, like, being in God's presence and, like, making time for that or, you know not even necessarily like spending time with like God in that sense but just like do like doing an activity that's relaxing for you or like mm-hmm. I think there's different levels to like Sabbath right it's like right. physically sleeping or um, you know if you enjoy fishing going fishing or something like something that's like recreational yes. Sabbath or like for me I love to run and that's, that's like obviously it's an exercise and it's not physically restful but mentally releases stress and so finding your rhythm and what like helps you or like eating some food that you enjoy that day and like taking time to just sit and be present and enjoy that and I think a big aspect of rest is being present Mm. um and so these are some things that like I've been thinking about of like how like Jesus was with the crowd and he was healing and he was teaching and he was doing all this stuff but yeah like he would get up early or he would, like, be alone and he would, like, be praying with the Father and, like, that was a part of his, like, ministry. That's what filled him up. That's what, like, you know, um I think is a solid example for us, like, all to follow, you know?
1: Yeah, no, that's so good. It's interesting, though. I was uh talking with some friends last night and about Lord of the Rings, you know, mm. and I'm not sure if there's very many fantasy people who listen to this, but there's, like, we think of so much of life as filled with like excitement and these big moments and so much of like lord of the rings there are these massive battles and key dialogues right but there's this simplicity of the shire that is restful and there's this like when we look at life there's this uh, i think sometimes we treat it as we're a computer and we have all these tabs open Mm -hmm. and because as many tabs as we have open shows how busy and how successful we are really if you like just focus on like one to two tabs or like this is where i'm at in life so i'm simply living here in let's Mm -hmm. say chicago Mm -hmm. or in portland and i have these group of friends who are truly life-giving and this job truly values me and makes me feel fulfilled and i go to bed at this time and i eat these foods because it's healthy and also because i enjoy it like Breaking everything down to make things so much simpler is so life-giving. It's almost by, like, adding boundaries that will um, promote rest will actually offer you this true freedom to actually, like, drink deeply of the beauty of life. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, resting helps you tap into the fullness of life.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Because, yeah. like... Kuna Matata. Kuna Matata. Right. I was just about right. to right. say just that. Like,
1: throw that in there sometimes. <laughs> It fits anywhere. It, it means really no worries. It does.
0: You know, we learned that from a very young age. I think it was the 90s that came out, right? When we were just little oh children. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> that moment
1: where I'm like, dear God, I'm getting old. <laughs> That's oh, so true. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, we
0: are going to seem very old to the next generation because we were born in the 90s, the 1900s. Yeah.
1: 1993.
0: <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think uh, one of the questions I've been thinking about is, like, why is it so hard for people to rest? Like, all these things we're talking about take work and effort and a desire Mm. to do that. Um, Because I think, like, for me, a couple of things I've been thinking about is, like, I was listening to this sermon by Matt Chandler, and he was talking about, like, busyness is, like, can be a pride thing or an identity thing. Of Like, yeah, I'm busy. Like, how are you doing? It's, like, usually the response is, like, oh, just been busy with the kids or busy you know, doing this or doing that, because if you're not busy, then what are you doing, like, that's, like, the hustle culture, and, like, all, like, you know, like, play hard, work hard, play hard kind of thing, you know, and I think especially in a city, too, it's really tempting to feed into that if you're working in a, especially if you're working in a for-profit, you know, corporate America, like, all this stuff, it's, like, I've had friends that work 12-hour days all the time, working on weekends, like, just hustle, 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 and that is rewarded and praised, and, valued hand people are so afraid of being seen as lazy or a sluggard right. and i think christians even use the bible to be like yeah like this like proverbs 24 and it talks about the sluggards um the sluggards field and all yeah. this stuff it's like a little sleep a little folding of the hands leads to poverty like all this ex, you know extreme out of context yeah. um bible reading i think has promoted this unhealthy um, relationship with rest So like why do you yeah. think it's so hard For people to actually rest
1: Because I think that People are not aware That our ideology can lead our theology mm. Or Even if once again if you're not a person of faith We're not aware That there is this worldview That influences our actions So we'll say oh we're our, our own person But imagine it's like hey Billy You need to be relaxed Like, Okay stay relaxed here's a red bull and just have a couple red bulls and also we're gonna put you in a room with 40 screaming people and also can you do this puzzle and also well, not, <laughs> like there's so many things in society that is almost built to give us anxiety and stress us out but then everyone is still like ah oh, well you got to find rest so whether it's like let's say it seems like a lot of people who get off of instagram seem to be healthier facebook seems to be healthier mm-hmm. it seems like oh crazy idea if you just have one or two, two hobbies you focus on one job and you live in this one year like things go to better so when i mean that uh ideology leads theology when it comes to christians we allow our american exceptionalism whether we agree with that or not to fuel how we live as christians so we do a christianity that is nike which mm-hmm. i mean by nike christianity is just do it yeah. just do it so you blow past any red flags any warning lights of overworking because to show that you are a true christian or person of faith or even if you're not a person of faith like to show that you are truly a part of society and you're successful and you're really grabbing your 20s by the horns to set up your 30s as a time to um be soaring into whatever the american dream is whether that's true or not uh you you tend to burn yourself out and mm-hmm. but you're not allowed to take a uh, stock of Is this life-giving? Is this what I like doing? Or is this even, like, in Scripture? Like, I'm pretty sure Christ didn't say, okay, uh, to follow me, you need to build a nice Roth IRA. You Mm. need to save 40 million people. It's like, oh, no, like, rest. My yoke is easy. My burden Mm -hmm. is light. And that yoke is, like, it's not just like, okay, so here's this weight I'm putting on you. So once you're, like, a Christian, like, join the party. It's like oh this yoke it's a two-person thing so it's like christ is on the other side with you going the same way yeah so yeah it's like
0: why like why do you think our like culture doesn't value rest like why is why is hard work and productivity praised in an unhealthy way in my opinion and rest is almost seen as like you lost or you're weak or you're being lazy like why why those extremes
1: Because uh, one would argue the very fabric of American history was built off of hard work. And for you to argue against the very fabric of American history is to um, pretty much just spit on the God that people worship. Mm
0: -hmm. So Mm
1: -hmm. whether it's like the manifest destiny or like all these like kind of very American, which like has its sins and hurt tons of people. It's like, but like we're back to back world world war champs why because of hard work we never gave up yeah. and so that's why when we talk to older americans and older believers mm-hmm. they'll be like back in my day we worked so much harder and this that yeah. and the other and it's really a push for you to like quote unquote man up or woman up yeah. and not complain and keep pushing where mm-hmm. i'm like ah back in the 1950s 1940s were segregation so not sure if it was much better yeah yeah like uh, like, so maybe within this um time we're in where we're able to take a moment to take a deep breath and be like, Oh, maybe having m- more restful life rhythms is a good thing. Yeah. Possibly is good for society. And that was not allowed in the 1960s, 1950s, 1940s, 1930s.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there's value in looking at the history of this country and analyzing it that way. I think I'm thinking of it from a spiritual sense too. Of like, even just hearing yeah. your explanation is the pride that comes with that oh, of yeah. like, I I want to be able to celebrate in the work that I did, and I want to step back and say, I want to take take a step back after I built the house and say, I built that. Like, I did yeah. that. I, I put my energy, my hard work, I put the food on the table. Like, that's me. And people yeah. take pride in that, and they feed into that sin. Because I would argue that pride is the root of, like, all sins in our lives. And I think this is, like, a huge example of that. Because, I see that, and it creates this, like, frantic energy with, like, people Mm. that are, I know so many friends, again, that are working typically for corporate America that it's, like, Oh my gosh, like, yeah, you're making six figures maybe, okay, and you're living in a nice apartment downtown, but you are like in prison, like you work from home, you work in your room all day, you're on your computer all day, you have all this work to do, and you're not enjoying any aspect of your life, and you're not resting at all, but it's like somehow that's the dream of like you got the good job, you got the good apartment, you know you're working maybe you go out on a weekend which again isn't necessarily restful because you're like yeah you know go like go and play and hard work hard play hard and i think it just like facilitate feeds into this pride but then it leaves you so empty like it leaves yeah. you so it chains
1: you to like unrest
0: yeah yeah and, like, uh, and... chains
1: are chains whether they're gold or iron it's yeah just, it's just the reality
0: Yeah, and it's, like, you trying to build your life off of you as the foundation of it. Like, I created my world. I'm the ruler of my world. It's about control. It's about pride. And I'm talking to myself. Like, I'm speaking from, like, you know, the motives for why I want to keep being productive and doing stuff constantly. is like, you want to... Like, for me, the biggest thing is identity, which kind of moves into, like, my next question. Like, is there a danger of trying to tie our identity into being busy, like I had mentioned earlier? And, like, what is that danger?
1: Uh, yeah. Once again, like, I want to, like, be extremely honest. Brenna did not reach out to me to talk about rest because I'm an expert on it. <laughs> okay. Like You've I written am, three
0: books on it. I've and... three,
1: br- three books. Um, you know, gone on five speaking tours to all the small <laughs> villages in Africa. You know, just th- little stuff, you know, for my people. Yes. That being said, <laughs> but I am someone who, like, what I enjoy about, like, talking with Brenna and this honest conversation is this is something that we see that there's an issue and we're wrestling with it right now. Mm. And this is not a simple fix. So this is not to shame anyone who is extremely, like, in this period of unrest but what we're trying to do is say there is so much more to life so Mm -hmm. what's the danger of it is to be honest you you can lose yourself because um you can get so busy trying to be who the world wants you to be or whoever you think the church wants you to be so you got to fill up this time these boxes and they check it off all these boxes and at the end of the day like you don't know who you are and you sure as heck don't and you're not enjoying your life so uh, that's the uh th- that's just been the real danger and, so, so th- and something i've been trying to combat myself mm. of like oh is this life-giving or like why am i doing this am i doing this because i believe my faith wants me to do this and this is what i firmly believe in and this makes like my life more beautiful crazy concept does it make your life more beautiful for you to do x y and z or is it because people pleasing? Mm. And that people-pleasing can come from your pastor. People-pleasing can come from your manager or it can come from your friends. But within this people-pleasing, it's so easy to give up these key tenets of make you, you.
0: Yeah, I think that's really powerful. You said something in one of the conversations before this podcast about oh rest. And you mm. said something that I found um, fascinating was rest being a person.
1: Mm, yes. Yes.
0: and so I'd love for you to kind of expand on what do you mean because like originally coming into this I was like oh yeah rest is like a thing that you do like I'm still in that do mode right like this is an an absence of action or something but I think your take on it being like a position or a person like what do you what did you mean by that
1: um and like I'll be like super honest like I'm a Christian, so like for me, that rest has to come in Christ. And so like, well, I'll I'll do, I'll do two things. So one, as a Christian, uh, like I've had like a pretty hard life, like nine years in foster care, a lot of broken homes, and just like nights where I've gone hungry and different mm. things. A lot of and like and now in the at towards the end of my twenties, crazy idea working through trauma and just realizing that I am a very I'm always stressed and always anxious. So the to get to find rest is a hard thing. But what I've discovered as I've pushed more into my faith and into Jesus, knowing that I don't need to do anything, he just meets me where I am in the mm-hmm. darkest of nights, you know, that has caused me to have so much more rest and peace and purpose. But the flip side say, if you are not a believer, I would say that it is imperative that you have people in your life that you find rest in. That the fact of, like, when you're, like, whether you're, like, dating someone... Or you have like your clique, you're like your three people, or it's like your mom and dad. it's like doing the hard work, right? Of like, is this person truly restful? But that you can, you can come to them with your problems and your successes. And they are so obsessed with like doing life with you that they accept you in your lowest moments. And they're your biggest hype man. And they're willing to speak the honest and also like the hard truths. And and so that the fact of, like, there's sometimes where I'm talking to my boy Jackson, who's, like, so precious to me. He knows what the right thing is to say, but he knows that I'm not in the period to hear it. So there's, like, this, like, he just meets me there. So it's almost like life is filled with lots of mountains and valleys, right? Mm -hmm. And that key element is when you're in a valley, it's okay to be there. It's okay to camp there for a little bit but you don't want to live there. And so finding rest in a person is finding that person that is willing to camp with you for a night in the valley but then take your hand and walk with you out to a place of rest uh, like up on the vista. Yeah. Or Buena Vista, good view, little Spanish. They, yeah, with, yeah, great country.
0: example. Or like pointing you to the one that can give you eternal rest. Yeah, it's like exactly. pulling pulling the responsibility off of them and pointing it to the one who can actually give you eternal yeah. rest. I think that's beautiful um so how do we how do we find that balance between productivity and rest like how do we the reality is we all are living busy lives right like mm. we all have schedules like we can't there's things that we could say no to right but does that mean we're not supposed to have a social life does that mean we got to take a whole day off of doing anything like what does rest and sabbath actually look like and how do we find that balance because I think for me I'm genuinely asking this question and I ask it every day it's like how do I don't want to be considered a sluggard or lazy in the eyes of God? Yeah, but I also am feeling burnt out and exhausted and don't feel like I can be as productive anymore, which makes me question my identity at times. And, like, yeah. oh my gosh, like, you know, I'm not, I don't have the energy. Like, this is going to make me sound so old, but I don't have the capacity like I did in co- undergrad. I felt like no, in college, real. you could take eight classes, be working two jobs, like stay up still all go night, out.
1: I can go all day.
0: Yes, I'm and a like,
1: machine now. I'm like, dear God, is it 11? Yeah, <laughs> is like, eleven? Can, p.m. right now?
0: Yeah, like it, it's so like as you're getting older, obviously. I know we're still in our twenties, like it's the prime time. We're aging you like know. a
1: fine wine—that's just the reality.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a great way to look at it. But for me, it's like, yeah, how do I actually find that balance of like I am allowing myself this space of rest, and and that's also going to look different. I'm learning in different seasons. So like in some seasons, you might need way more rest than in other seasons it's true so like your sabbath thing is going to look i don't know if that's a verb but i just made it It a sabbath thing um, it's your
1: podcast i'm not gonna correct you i
0: can do whatever i want you can do whatever you you want (laughs) (laughs) no um but yeah i think because like for me speaking personally like in this season i feel like i need more rest than maybe i would have needed a year ago like i think this season and then it's like but i don't know how long do I give myself to have this or is this just me becoming like old and tired and weak or lazy like all these questions come to my head so maybe you can share like you personally like how do you find that balance or how would you suggest you know using your pastoral wisdom to share with the world on this
1: question Um, (laughs) yeah. yeah no that's a great question and I think that like what's imperative rest has to be rest is like for me to live a human life you have to eat okay it's a staple of living is eating okay Mm -hmm. um so i think that if we can come to a point where uh rest is a staple to of your life that is key that is very key now what rest looks like for each person can look very different what the sabbath that special day can look very different well i would What I've been trying to do, and like this week, to be honest, like I'm very much like an existential person. Every three months, I'm like, dear God, what is life about? (laughs) In my office, I'm writing everything out. And so I'm very much like a values person, or I try to live by these values. So, like, the crowning point is, how can I live a beautiful life? So then I work through, like, whether it's my diet, um, my job, let's say, hobbies, all these things, and like, rest key part and then like let's say at the crowding point of like living a beautiful life when i think beauty in my life it's peace Mm. rest fulfillment and then it's trying to make sure everything that i'm doing in my life gets to that point Mm -hmm. so it's not like and it's not a formula of a you got to do this for this many hours or you're gonna arrive but i think it's to be honest like so much of life is this wrestling match of like constantly being like hey is this like learning to say no is a beautiful thing. You cannot do everything. And you're not a bad person for saying no to things. But what's imperative is that you're taking the moment to look in the mirror and be like, is this what I want out of life? And if it mm-hmm. is, then like just be humble enough to be like, look through everything and like, oh, is this actually truly life-giving and is this truly restful? And you can't do everything. So crazy idea, you have to cut things out, Yeah. which is so hard to do.
0: Yeah, it's like
1: this is coming from someone where I'm like, uh, like, I'm, I can be like that laptop, a million tabs open and I'm like, Oh, I can do one more thing. And then like, I will crash. And it's like terrible. So
0: yeah, yeah, it's like you always hear that saying, like, give it the best that you got, like, just try your hardest, yeah. like whatever, like, if you're capable of doing it, then like push. And for me, I'm always like, but I always the internal critic in music, but I always feel like I could do just a yeah. little bit more. So yeah. did I give it my best? And I think that's really a hard thing to like, like you're saying, like I could just do one more tap. Like I could just finish this one more thing. And I think it's like, yeah, you could, but should you? And I think like yeah. the way that you are become, as you're growing in your faith or as you're just growing as a person, becoming more self-aware of what you need yeah. and finding that. And like, for me, it'd be like, you know, my relationship with God, the more I'm understanding about who he is, how he sees me, these kind of like fundamental things. Um, Like for you, like it might be going in your office and analyzing how do I have this like beautiful life. And I think that's such a great exercise to do. And -hmm. like for me, it's like, okay, let me get back to the core basics of who is God? How does he Mm. love and see me? What does he want for me in my life? Who am I? Like, and it kind of infiltrates in how I see myself. And that can sort of guide my decision making when it comes to like. so good. Not perfect, but that's sort of like the process of like this struggle that we've been talking about is like, okay, like it's Sunday, I went to church, I got a long week, maybe I don't need to like do a build, like I need to go grocery shopping, hang out with friends, I need to clean the house, do all these things, maybe that stuff can wait for the next day or something, and like finding those little moments to try to rest, maybe for some people it looks like a whole day, maybe some people are taking an hour out of your day to rest, like whatever you feel like, you know, as you're learning and growing in who you are and what's best for you. then you can sort of build a rhythm of rest into your life, which has been my goal is like building that rhythm of rest because I want to feel restful in my work. I want to feel restful in my relationships. I want to feel restful with the Lord. Not like stress, 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 stress. Okay, now I'm rested. Stress, stress, stress. stress." Like I want to have like, I want to have such a rich rhythm of rest that it flows into these other things that might not necessarily be restful, right? Um, that's like the goal. That's like what I, I'm like the goal setter, right? The three, like, how do I get to this goal to do stuff yeah. to get to this goal? Um, but I think like that's one perspective that I've been trying to have, which doesn't always go super well because I still say yes to a lot of things, but I have started saying no to more things, especially socially, which has been um, really healthy, I think, and growing. So, um, that's good yeah where where would you say that you're at with your your state of a rhythm of rest in your life John C
1: to be perfectly honest um so when was the first time we talked about doing the podcast Wow was that was October a
0: f- I think so like in the fall probably okay
1: so I would say if you asked that question then I'd say I was really struggling because I was like operating a high like there, there like there's like this element of we are both getting older mm-hmm but then I also just, I have a pretty high threshold for what I can do and like not yeah. sleeping a ton, but I was in a pretty life-changing incident in December. I was in a massive car accident or mm-hmm. I got COVID, got out of COVID. And then the next week I was in a, like, I split my RAV4 in half. I like hydroplaned to three trees mm. and it completely, like, I feel a lot healthier now, but like I scarred my face and like, mm. um... Like still feel aches and pains and like, I don't, I haven't bounced back as fast. And like, I'm blessed to be alive. Like the police called the hospital and thought they were going to be asking about a body bag. Wow. But I, I feel like now I have been forced to enter a period of rest, which is so humbling. And so mm-hmm. much of it's about pride, right? Because I'm using the word humbling in the fact of, ah, dang it. I have to, where it's like, no, this is a good thing. So I feel really good. I am part of a really dope church that's offered so much stability and peace. So I feel great right now, but still it's like a constant battle because my default is not for rest. It's more to being busy and battling with uh, anxiety and depression and things like that. But I feel like I'm in a really good spot.
0: Yeah, I think it's so interesting the things that God uses to Mm. bring us to what he wants is best for us. Like it's just an extension of his love for us of like something as horrible as a near-death experience or a car accident like that. It's like he's using to draw you closer to him if you allow it right the same sun that hardens the clay softens melts the ice i think i said that correctly but um yeah yeah, yeah. it's like this idea of those hard moments like are we going to press into that and try to find rest in jesus and trust in him or are we gonna grow bitter and keep pushing through the hustle and and being in control of our own lives which Um, which isn't true, but um, I think, I mean, I could talk about this for, for hours, honestly, but I think, like, this is such, been such a life-giving conversation for me, and I hope for you, and everyone listening, of just, like, you're not alone, like John C. was saying, like, this, you're not alone in this struggle of, like, feeling like you're having, like, trouble with rest, like, this is something we're all going through, and Um, It just takes time to find that rhythm and um, pressing into the Lord and what that looks like. Um, but thank you, John C., for being on the this episode and just sharing your wisdom thank and you. some of your story with us. I just really appreciate your time. I know it's your day off, so I really appreciate no, you to taking here. time. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, thank you so much to everyone listening and going on this journey of just navigating life in your 20s. And remember, even in the hard spaces, His grace abounds.